Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Taking us way back. Brendan, there has to be a reason why. Are you a member of the KISS Army that I didn't know about? I mean, you're not really of that vintage. No, but you know what? My mom is and was a kid. I can remember her dressing up as Gene Simmons, like a very, very on-point Gene Simmons. It's Peter Chris's birthday today, all the way back in 1947. There you go. That song, uh, I'm going to say 75, 76 season. In around that time, that's when it went like number one. And it would have been number one on this station on 630 Jet. Uh, back when Wes Montgomery was doing the morning show and had a 47 share in this market. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you in studio, in the main studio today with, uh, you know, it's, you know it's, I got I to say it. We actually did a remake of uh, our own version of that song, When I, I Planted Trees. And it was, uh, we just can't find any ground. Just a few more days. Oh, I think I hear them calling. We're going to have to replant. It's going to be more. Anyways, it's lost to me, but uh, wow. Interesting times, to say the least. Um, if you're not aware, in the last 35 minutes, an announcement has come out of uh, the Edmonton Oilers organization via their Twitter account, uh, shutting down the team's facility at uh, Rogers Place after two more positive tests were announced this morning. Defenseman Darnell Nurse and William Lagus and the Oilers have seven skaters currently in COVID protocol. Uh, My understanding is uh, with a a couple of the players, uh, head coach Dave Dave Tippett as well in COVID protocol, uh, minor cold-like symptoms, the worst with this right now, but it is what it is. And the end result is, I'm just trying to figure out exactly what time. Uh, we, we're down a printer here too, Brendan, so that's never a good situation. But the owners have announced that they've shut down their facility through Christmas. No practices 
theoretically, uh, will take place until... Well, we'll have to wait and see when they take place, because we're not sure what the schedule is going to take uh, a, a look at. Uh, we don't know yet. Reality, I, I'm going to give you the timeline. So here's what happened on Friday. So Friday, initially, we were scheduled to fly at 3 to Seattle. I received word about 8.30 in the morning that that flight was going to be pushed back into the early evening, uh, dependent upon test results from Friday morning. For the traveling entourage, the media, which are not in close contact with the players when the team is in town, uh, we all got tested on Thursday. So the and I, and I think if you've listened to the show called Oilers Now, which is brought to you daily by Digitex, you know by now that uh, the players are tested three times a week, usually Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That's all players. doesn't matter whether or not you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. Again, 99.5% of players in the league are vaccinated. Um, and then once there's an outbreak on your team, then the testing process increases and you get tested on a daily basis. This is... Unlike anything else that's done out there, uh, to my knowledge, I mean, maybe somebody can correct me on the Ashley Fine Floors text line uh, at 7804960063. I don't know how many other uh, industries are testing on a day-by-day basis, but once there's an outbreak, there there is the testing gets moved and ramped up to daily testing. So the players were tested every day last week. It started off with Dave Tippett and Ryan McLeod, and then uh, Devin Shore, then Ryan Nugent-Hopkins. Uh, the fourth player was Duncan Keith, and we found that out on Friday. And uh, end result is we we had to wait for the results on Friday and ended up flying out at about 8.45 Friday night into Seattle. And then we got tested Saturday, which had a lot of people nervous because of how the whole situation with the border currently works right now. And I'm sure many of you would say, well, why did they even play the game Saturday in Seattle if there was a possibility that players were, you know, you had an outbreak on a team and it's kind of like one or two players at a time. well, Saturday morning, 7.30 to 9.30 in the morning, everybody everybody that flew on that plane got tested. Uh, Yessa Pugliarvi, who, as you all know, is Finnish, uh, had to get uh, held back for a day. He did get back into Edmonton late last night. I just want to report that. And I know Mark Spector put that out there via Twitter as well. But there were some... You could, you could feel... It was the word I'll use is unsettled. It was unsettling for everybody. And, and part of the frustration is, in the case of virtually every player... There are no, uh, there are asymptomatics. There's no, there's no symptoms showing for the players. Again, my understanding is maybe a couple guys have felt a little cold-like uh, symptoms. Well, when you have temperatures uh, rapidly dropping, we also sat on the tarmac uh, for about an hour and twenty minutes. There's a little issue of a door on on Friday night as well. So. Bottom line, the team was, I would say, a little bit unsettled. Then we went to the arena Saturday to practice. Seattle went from a full practice to an optional practice. We're sitting there waiting. Uh, the test took place at 7.30 to 9.30. The, the testing companies in the States, it's a more, I'm going to use the polite term, robust economy for testing services. Uh, we got our test results pretty quickly back, and that's when they found out the Polyarvi had tested positive, and the end result was the morning skate was completely cancelled. And, you know, got the rest of the results back uh, during the course of um, Saturday afternoon and went and played the game. And we'll get to the highlights in a second here. But, uh, you know, boom, down 2 nothing out of the gate. I'm like, uh-oh, here we go. And then the Oilers completely took over and dominated the game against Seattle the rest of the way. Outshot him 41-17, got the win. Flew home, got home late, I don't know, 2.30, 2.45 on Saturday night. The players had to test again yesterday uh, with full knowledge that if there was going to be positive, uh, more positive cases, we were going to be in a situation where, you know, uh, the border scenario 
Anaheim was supposed to fly in here yesterday, and then the orders in theory were supposed to play tonight against the Ducks, and then we we would have been tested this morning, and then flown off uh, to go play uh, Los Angeles and San Jose Wednesday and Thursday. So end result, no border travel, massive uh, postponements of games around the National Hockey League. Several organizations have shut their facilities down for uh, all in part because of the Omicron uh, virus of which we don't have a ton of information on. Uh, we've all seen, um, you know, the numbers out of Quebec today, 4,700 uh, new cases. That said, there are under 400 people currently in the hospital uh, with uh, uh, COVID in the province of Quebec, and I believe under 90 people in ICU. I mean, that's a province of 8.4 million people. So this it'll be interesting to watch what occurs here, but I, I just I have to reiterate the point. It's There's a nervousness because you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you can be completely healthy and still test positive with the thing because of the asymptomatic nature, and we have to protect uh, we have to protect the, the healthcare system. And so, end result, uh, there we go. That's kind of a rundown of what's occurred here. Let's get, uh, and I know that currently, uh, there's now nine NHL teams with closed uh, facilities throughout the Christmas holiday break, including the Oilers, Toronto, Montreal, Florida, Colorado, Nashville, Detroit, and Boston. Uh, the Flames have reopened up their uh, uh, facility today. At one point, they had over 30 players with this. And again, very few actual symptoms being shown with any of the respective players uh, as a result of this uh, uh, Omicron virus or Omicron uh, variant that has taken place here. Uh, what else do we got going on here? Well, uh, the Edmonton Elk are closing in. We do want to mention they're closing in on the potential hiring. Uh, you could see a scenario where it would be a GM head coach. I know a lot of people have repeatedly mentioned the name of Chris Jones, and he can do both jobs. And given the situation that the Elks are having to... Uh, extend money for the next couple of years for both Brock Sunderland and Jamie Elizondo. That might be the way to go. So continue to monitor. That might get done within the next 24 uh, hours. We will tell you that Oilers Now is brought to you on a daily basis by our title sponsor for the last 10 seasons. That's Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. On today's show, NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. You will open up the phone lines um, I, Brendan, what do you think should happen here? Like, do, I mean, I mean, we're headed down an inevitable path with the Olympics. I think that's an absolute given. So that's going to give us some runway. Uh, is it even possible, given the nature of Canada, to to push for a scenario where uh, you only get tested as a vaccinated player if you have symptoms? Is that even an option? Do you think, like the NFL, like it's an option in the NFL? But is that an option in Canada, knowing uh, how Canadians look at things? What do you think? Yeah, don't put me on the spot or anything. It, it's a you know, hard question. Well, and this is the thing is it's it's I hate how it gets dragged through the political lens because, you know, if the guys are healthy enough to play, even that being the case, that they don't want to be shown in this in the light of privileged athletes having exemptions made for them. So it's going to put them in a very tough position. It's not a holiday break. It's a long weekend for these guys at best. And I don't know how much that's going to do to break this circuit so much as probably exemplify the problem even more. So but like you said about the Olympics, no way. There's no way, like, at this stage of the game. And I just, I mean, it's really interesting. What The NFL, and obviously they're just dealing with the U.S. government. But, hey, if you're vaccinated and you're not sick, you don't get tested anymore in the National Football League. 
Some would say there's an entirely way too much rationale and logic that's getting deployed in that situation. And others would say that's irresponsible uh, by the U.S. government and by the various NFL teams. I guess it all depends on how you look at things. We will do a little bit of open line segment. We'll get to some of your texts as well. You can uh, call us anytime on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. In theory, uh, they've got a New Year's Eve night uh, in full style. Uh, start your evening with a holiday feast at any one of their amazing restaurants and then dance night away with the Dancing Machine Disco Party. It's going to take place with 7 and 10 p.m. concerts December 31st at the River Cree Resort for more information. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. We are uh, going to tell you that our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers have shut things down. Uh, they will not play uh, until after the Christmas. And for the record, there's no guarantee they're going to be playing on the 27th of December either. It's nice that the Calgary Flames are slowly going to start to get some bodies back and eventually reopen up here. There's no guarantee that's going to occur because it hasn't necessarily filtered all the way. We're, the, the orders will continue to get tested, and we'll see what happens here in, in upcoming days. Uh, so that's uh, kind of where we're at right now as we pop into, hey, we had a game this weekend, and it was a good, given the situation, Brendan, can't argue with the performance that we saw out of the Edmonton Oilers on Saturday night, can you? They're playing pretty inspired right now, it would seem. And and with the charge being led by some of the role players, how about Sevier and Warren Fogle lately? How about the non-call? Like, two shifts in. What? That's the most experienced officiating tandem in the NHL. Wes McCauley is generally considered the best ref in the league. And then there's John McIsaac. Just look at their numbers. Four and two. That tells you everything you need to know. Where, like, they're as experienced as anybody in the National Hockey League. What were they watching? Like, Jeremy Lazon buries Colton Sevier head first into the boards with a cross. Connor McDavid let, you know, I, I guess the collateral damage appeared worse because Adrian Kempe was leaking on the play. But it's the, is it not the exact same play? So, a third-line uh, guy that's not even a full-time established NHLer like Jeremy Lazon, he does that, no major call. McDavid, the best player in the world, after Adrian Kempe had come in and sideswiped him early in the shift and interfered and hooked, they admitted that that had occurred. It led to, I mean, I just, it just, I don't get it. But bottom line here, let's go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Cam Moon with the call on Saturday night. The Edmonton Oilers, fresh off a 5-2 win on Thursday, will take on the Seattle Kraken. Colton Sevier takes a nasty hit along the boards by Lozon, and the puck over on the right wing, and Sevier's having words with Lozon, shot from the right side. Here we go, they get the gloves off. Sevier and Lozon, Lozon throws a bunch of rights. Sevier gets right back up, and now the linesman get in. And it's Geeky out through center, into the Oiler end. He'll leave it for Donato, will shoot it, score! Donato off the right wing. Schwartz behind the net to Everly. He'll send it in front. Scores! Jared McCann gets the pass from Everly. And it's 2-0 for Seattle. Marodi on the right wing. Back to the blue line. Bouchard waiting. Comes in. He'll shoot. Scores! Evan Bouchard with the shot from the point. Goes off the post. 
boost it in. Evan Bouchard's got a heavy shot, and he's leading the Oilers defenseman in even strength points. And he unleashed a bomb. He bought some time and space. The Oilers got a little bit of net front there. Very long pass to McDavid. Into the Seattle end. Across to Dreisaitl to Yamamoto shot. Rebound. Scores! Warren Fogle on the rebound. It's a power play goal. Griffith. Well, force. Geeky behind the net. It comes loose. In front of the net. Scores! Colton Savior found a loose puck. Blue line to the right point. Lozon will shoot it off the post. Here's Susie scores. Cassian on the right wing to try saddle to Bouchard. It's one-timer saved by Drieger. The rebound is waved off as the puck was knocked into the net. Fogel got drilled into Drieger. The puck goes in, but instantly waved off by John McIsaac. After review, Edmonton challenged the play for no goaltender interference. By the actions of number five on Seattle... So Edmonton gets a victory, outshoots Seattle 41-17, had about 70% of the, more than that maybe, of the uh, 5v5 Corsi and Fenwick uh, in the game. Jim Playfair, a winner's associate coach, had this to say in Warren Fogle, who scored two goals, seizing offensive opportunities. Well, it's nice to play with Connor. I'm sure that helps a little bit. But in all honesty, he, he I thought he competed really hard. I thought he did a lot of really good things consistently. I thought he was good on the forecheck, and he, he did a good job arriving in our D zone coverage. He protected the puck along the wall in the offensive zone and the defensive zone. And and he's such a you know such a quick up tempo player that he went to their net hard, and he was rewarded for it. All right, and meanwhile, Colton Sevier, who's become a bit of a cult hero, I think, uh, with Oilers fans out there, uh, had this to say on the Oilers showing character and wrote to the 5-3 victory. Yeah, you know, I think we uh, made a statement. You know, like I said, no one was happy with uh, that little skid. You know, we got out of it uh, any way we could, and now I think we're uh, we're building on it. We want to play games like that, you know, where we play more in there and play uh, play more direct and uh, get our goals that way. You saw some goals, you know, in the paint and kind of off point shots and, and things like that, and that's kind of what you have to do to score uh, in this league. I think we're going to keep doing that going forward. Smart guy. Oilers get the win. They're 18-11, and now they're shut down, at least until Christmas. Uh, we open up with Peter Chris on the show to, uh, today, and Ben has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, Bob. Say what you will about Peter Chris. He had the best voice in Kiss. Beth, hard luck woman, uh, Black Diamond, mainline, stellar voice. He takes a lot of grief for some reasons. I thought Gene Simmons took – did you ever see the Gene Simmons celebrity roast? You ever watch those celebrity roasts? Oh, I by love the, the roast. I don't think I've seen Gene Simmons though. Yeah, uh, the best, the best roaster has long since passed away though. Greg Giraldo was the funniest guy. Harvard educated lawyer who becomes a comedian never really reached star status as a funny man. Unbelievable. Like paying homage to the Don Rickles of uh, past eras. Twelve twenty four in Edmonton. When we come back, uh, NHL today for elite promotional marketing. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.
126 in Edmonton. i got to remember how to use the buttons over in this main studio. It's been a while, Brendan. Uh, let's get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing Company, branded apparel, products, and awards, all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. You don't have to give me a second to call it up here. The computer's given me all sorts of fits this morning. I can tell you off the top of my head that there were five games scheduled tonight. It is now down to one. It's Dallas hosting Minnesota as COVID continues to just demolish the NHL schedule. I, again, would love to call up the list of names of teams that have been shut down through the Christmas break, but consider it most everybody. Uh, today it was Columbus and Montreal getting shut down, uh, but Edmonton uh, over the weekend, I guess, 5.30 Sunday, the email came out saying that the team was shut down through Christmas, and now the team facilities are shut down as well. Uh, around the league, I know uh, you got Brett Connolly suspended for another four games here for that big uh, check on, I think Tanner Carroll was the recipient, left the ice on a stretcher. Again, we've seen far too much of that, not only in hockey, but across sports lately, so uh, that was pretty scary to see. Oil Kings took care of business twice against the Swift Current Broncos, winning 8-5 on Friday night and then an overtime on Saturday night. So they're done through Christmas now as well. The uh, Bakersfield Condors picking up a 5-1 victory over uh, the San Diego Gulls. Raphael Lavoie in that game, Bob, two goals, three assists. He what are the chances? All yeah. five of their tallies. Philip Broberg had one in that game as well. All right, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Lots of you have lots of different perspectives on the Ashley Fine Floors text line as to what's going on here. Mark in St. Albert says, Bob, I'm uh, so frustrated with the pause in the season. Why did all of us socially conscious fans and players get vaccinated? I'm quite frankly tired of being penalized for those uninformed that choose not to get vaccinated and affect all of us, including, most importantly, the healthcare system. That's an angry Oilers fan, Mark, in St. Albert. Just on some updated numbers, uh, Trevor Toomey is an uh, econ guy out of, out of the University of Calgary. Over the last 120 days, uh, and this information is available on the Alberta Health Services website, the rate of hospitalization from COVID was 23 times higher for the unvaccinated than those with two doses, and the rate of ICU admission 44 times higher. Uh, if you were unvaccinated, uh, then vaccinated. Uh, that uh, those numbers put out uh, by Trevor Tomey. So, and you know what, uh, you can. I guess you can interpret those numbers any way you want. Uh, we'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Come back with uh, chief political correspondent, not really, our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling, John Shannon, when we return. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.